Ramble. Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> Welcome to Guilty Pleasures. Today we are talking about, of course, the one and only. Oh yeah, bob your head while you I do thought, it. I dun, thought you were gonna. Dun, dun, I thought you were gonna dun, do dun, what is love, dun, but you dun, can't. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, we can't. I, we can I do thirty know. seconds. Do thirty seconds at least. <laughs> we're talking about night at the Roxbury, and joining us in the studio, we have a very special guest, the creator of Captain Laser Hawk and Castlevania. We have Mr. Adi Shankar. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is one of the most delightfully stupid movies that has ever been made. Uh, and right before we started recording, I'm just going to get right into it because you said this is your favorite yes, movie. Yes, absolutely. It's my <laughs> yeah. favorite movie. And I, and for years, um, you know, if you look through my filmography, it's it tends to be like lone badass with a weapon fighting in a, you know, <laughs> yeah. some sort of dystopian Yeah. Um, thing and I, yeah. Um, so I would lie for years, right? I would tell people RoboCop's my favorite movie, Escape from New York. Um, Great choices. Uh, yeah. You know, just that, just just to stay in genre and on brand. And don't don't get me wrong, I do dig all those movies, but this Night at the Roxbury is actually <laughs> has always been my favorite movie. To, to be fair, it does feel like Blade. It feels like yeah. the beginning, the opening sequence. Yeah, it totally of Blade. is. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Night it's of the Roxbury is Blade. Is that Night the title of, the, of this? Night episode? of the Roxbury probably happened in the Blade universe, and they were just not in the Blood Club. I think that they weren't aware of the action happening. They were the they were aware of the club, but they didn't. Go they couldn't well, get in. Well, Blade was happening in. in New York. This was ah, LA. This no. is right. LA. So they're they they would love to go to that right. club. I'm sure. Same timelines. <laughs> same timelines. Got it for sure. <laughs> the exact. Same wow! Time. If we can get a Chris Kattan cameo in the new Mahershala Ali Blade, oh my oh. god! I would pay if he untold. He's just money. in the background, just bobbing his head, and you. He doesn't even have to. Same you don't even have to see his face. Yeah. He's just like facing the bar. Yeah. This was uh, uh, early 2000s or late 90s. I think when I was in high school, I remember this. It, yeah. So it had to be like yeah. 2006. Okay. No, no, no. Earlier? Definitely before the, yeah. Because I used to watch it uh, like every week in high school. So I, you know, I was in, so like late 90s, like. Oh wow! I just okay. I just remember this era of SNL. Like yeah. every generation yeah. has their era, and this was my era. This was your era, and these people were fucking gods. This to me. is because this is when and I stand by it. Yeah, this is when SNL or this is we can fully see the entire scope of their career. Um, all of the SNL cast members here, totally. It's just like you got Molly, Molly Shannon, uh, Chris Kattan. And Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, maybe the funniest Sherry human O'Terry. to ever exist. Yeah. Um. Um. What's my What's my girl's name? Uh. Sorry. 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 She was the cop in this. Sorry about that. Oh, you have Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. in a small that role. Was Je- yeah, Jennifer Coolidge Hold pre on. pre voice. Wait, pre voice. Yeah. Face, motherfucker. Pre-face. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Dude, uh, Eva Mendez is in it. Eva like, Jennifer Coolidge plays hottie cop. Hottie cop. That is her mm-hmm. name. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and she does a very good job, I and mean, she really is believable in yeah. that role, right? Yeah, absolutely. She's a hottie cop. Like the movie hinges, or not the movie hinges. the The satisfaction of the ending hinges on her being believable yeah. when she, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Towards it, the end, there's a. Big I need old to know. Back. Okay, go go back and tell me the year is 1990 slash early 2000 something. You see this movie for the first time, and then continue to watch it. Yeah. What does this movie mean to you? Why do you love it so? Um. 
you you also ask you're like how long do I have to <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. so I didn't grow up in America right okay. I grew up I was born in India grew up between Hong Kong and Singapore uh, I immigrated here by myself when I was like I think 15 or oh, 14 wow. 15 wow. Uh, it was like two days before 9-11, right? Oh, bad. So it was, it was kind of weird. Yeah, that was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. The backstory. Yeah, backstory. That, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, well, it's yeah. kind of funny. It's kind of yeah. funny. You're like, ah, oh, America. It's fu- yeah, it's kind of funny. God damn it. Shit. Oh, Ooh, um, America. America. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So living in Hong Kong, I didn't have access to a lo- American television. You had some of it, right? Uh, so I'd watch like World Wrestling Federation. Uh, but... A lot of it was <laughs> you were like for us to give, give you other yeah, things, but like, I have no, no idea yeah, what made yeah, it. Yeah. WWE, yeah, yeah, yeah. WWF. WWE. It used to be yeah. called WWF. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like torrent certain things, and, oh, yeah. and SNL was Pirates, babe. Was oh, it would be go. some SNL yeah. sketches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't know what SNL was, by the way. You just knew the letters. Yeah. Yeah, but from like the torrent site, right? <laughs> Where yeah. it's, it's like SNL. You're like, what is SNL? But oh, this is um, Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh. Or so I knew yeah, these yeah, yeah. specific sketches. Yeah, oh, wow. but not like this. But show I didn't itself. know that there was a show, and yeah. I didn't understand. And then I found these sketches about these two guys who'd party and they'd nod their heads, <laughs> and I thought it was really, really funny. It is such a simple bit, and it's it so okay. We'll, we'll go. Yeah, go, yeah. We'll go. It's a simple yeah. bit, and actually, um, the first one I watched, the first sketch was the two guys and Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. Which I may have been the first. I tried to find it this yeah, morning and I couldn't. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So um so cut to I'm in America. I'm like walking around the grocery store, which was like a crazy experience because yeah. the grocery store was like huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like it's the Whoa. biggest story of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually walking around looking for uh World Wrestling Federation action figures. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I'm like walking around and then I see Night at the Roxbury, I see a DVD, and I'm like, whoa, oh, it's the whoa. two guys. Oh, it's the two guys. Oh, wow. This I know. is sick. Wow. I'm like, this is sick. Yeah. So I like, bought it, and then I, uh, and then I went home, or um, back to the dorm. Carrick, you're too good at the head bob. Right. I start watching it. I start watching it, and I thought it was awesome. Now, I... Again, if you're not from this country, you don't mm-hmm. kind of get some of the the cultural nuances and the references <laughs> and stuff. And there's also a bias that you have, right? A, a, a group think when you're from a society. Mm-hmm. So to me, I perceive this as a story of these two awesome dudes <laughs> oh who like were Real way underdogs. too awesome. Were yeah. way too awesome for the people around them. Oh, they just I, they weren't understood. Yeah, they were like misunderstood, and I I'm like, they're they're like this. way too cool for school. Oh my god! And everyone this is like else a is too lame. Of age tale right. for totally. two guys yeah. stepping totally. into their power. Yeah. Oh my god! So then wow. I was like, you just had the inverse reading. You're like, these yeah. guys are so fucking <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, so the comedy it. is that the world oh doesn't get them yeah. exactly, and that's. How often did you wear a black turtleneck, white chain, and uh, uh, just a jacket after that? Shiny jacket. I mean, I so I never emulated them, but that was kind of how I always rolled. Because he wasn't cool enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Always how I rolled. Yeah. We were moving around from Mm -hmm. society to society, so like cultural norms were always different, right? Right. Like um, from school to school, culture to culture, society to society. There was no like common thread as. This is universally cool. So yeah. I always just did my own thing. Oh cool. yeah. Very like cool. it wasn't Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So so yeah, and it wasn't until I was watching the movie again for like the, the 
20th time <laughs> oh with these guys. And you know the scene where they're, they're listening to Staying Alive? Uh-huh. And they're, they're walking around, right? And I point to one of the dudes and I'm like, I have those shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. And he looks at me. He's like, whoa. He's like, stop the movie. Yeah. And it, sorry. So I was watching with like, like five or six guys, maybe yeah, more. Yeah. They're like, wait, stop the movie. They're like, what is this movie about? And I'm like, it's, and I told them this. I'm like, it's about these two awesome dudes. <laughs> and like yeah. society is yeah. so like rigid oh. and fitting into this box. Sweet, sweet dad. That, You're making friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they're not understood, right? Yeah. But at the end, like, they triumph. They, they're they're triumphant. Yeah, yeah, They live yeah. their dreams. They live their dreams. Wow. Yeah. It, like, works out for them. They end the up American with a fucking nightclub. So it's like everyone <laughs> yeah. else sucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And my friend was like, and they were like, no, dude, that's not what the movie's about. <laughs> the movie's, like, making fun of these two dudes. Oh You're God. starting to Roxbury pill me, though. I kind of believe your version of it. Yeah. yeah, where it's just, like, just let people be people, and then they could have a club that where the outside is the inside and inside is the outside. Which, yeah. by the way, I am desperate to go to that club. Go dying yeah. for mm-hmm. yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So wait, after you found out that this was, n- like, that being made fun of, how did you feel about it? Were you in denial? No, I just I was just like, okay, whatever. And then it was a little little weird, and this is kind of a plot twist. I then realized the two guys that were telling me that the guys weren't cool were like it, almost exactly the two guys from the movie. There you go. <laughs> okay. Haters All gonna right. hate. Yeah. It was very weird. Actually, I didn't see the connection. One of the guys' girlfriend uh, pointed out to me. <laughs> yeah. Because me and her used to watch it, and then she's like, I don't want to say their names out loud because yeah, right, right. that's mean. But, oh, we've had to bleep but, so many names on this. Yeah, podcast. they were like they were like literally exactly like the Butabi brothers. These yeah. two dudes. Yeah, um, they were obsessed with getting in the club. Like, there's Mackin no on one bitches. lamer in the universe yeah. than that person. Yeah, <laughs> than somebody being like they're making fun of them. They blah blah blah, and then not realizing that you are also that person. Not it was very weird. It's like some sort of like missed, you know, some some yeah. like a self help. Uh, Guru could probably yeah. do do some like yeah, it's very Freudian, right? Right, right, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hate. yeah. Maybe they secretly hate themselves or mm. something. I don't want to, you know, talk about your friends, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually went to the club with um, these two dudes, mm-hmm. or like, and it was kind of a interesting experience because they were so much. Like? Yeah, Pardon? what were their dance moves like? They were, they, cool they to no, 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 they were too cool. They were too cool. They were too cool to dance. Okay, well, then, oh, then I don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm tempted yeah. to do a synopsis, <laughs> but also, what is? is Can I do it? Please. Oh, go this, for it. This movie is about two brothers. You remember that movie, Step Brothers? You saw it, Will yeah. Ferrell. This is Johnson, them, Johnson but Riley. as teenagers, yeah. they live in Los Angeles, and they're fucking nasty, fucking male club rats. Their dreams. To be a Hollywood club owner. Their their dicks never been sucked. Nope. This movie, never been Night kissed. at the Roxbury. <laughs> That's your synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Uh, sure. really I continue good. to crush on this show. Really podcast. good. Well, they're, they're super innocent, right? Yeah. I feel like that, that yeah. adds to all yeah. of it. Like um, Yeah, they never had their dicks up. They're they're just they're so they're like they're kids. Yeah. yeah. They are they're kids who want to be cool so desperately i'll tell you the revelation that i had this morning okay so we all know the night at the rock i think we all know night at the roxbury they're bobbing their heads to what is love baby don't hurt me yeah they do the little little nose move yeah. and i'm watching it and i'm like oh fuck it's cocaine 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know it's cocaine. They don't yeah. know it's cocaine. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. It was they just thought that it's things people do. I yeah. was, yeah. I was yeah. today yeah. years old watching the movie, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this sketch right. was just a riff <laughs> yeah. on the coked up dudes at the club. Yeah, absolutely. For, and think of SNL. Like this is where the characters of this started. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yes. This was like the was this the first feature length? No. It's Wayne's, SNL Wayne's character. World. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World was Wayne's World. That. So and they I had, had think, success with that. But this, yeah. Sort of, but I actually feel like this movie um, was unfairly criticized by critics at the mm. time because it has a, like horrible reviews. It's like, like 11%. 11%. It's 11% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, there was a bias uh, against SNL skits turned into For a long movies. time. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, it, what do you mean for a long time? It has continued. They've yeah. never yeah. broken the quote-unquote curse. Like, Wayne's World is the exception, but you've got this... Ladies' Man, uh, sort of hot rod. It wasn't a sketch, but it was a Lorne Michaels production. Yeah. Um, uh, Superstar. Superstar, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, that one we should do on A this lot show. of them are just funny, and people are just being haters. <laughs> they just but don't want to. Totally. Yeah, a yeah. lot of, like, for my growing up with this movie, my best friend, like, all my best stoner friends fucking loved yeah. this movie. And I don't remember, I didn't remember a single line of it because I was always so fucking high <laughs> in high school when I, I rewatched it today. It was like watching it for the first time. I was like, I don't remember any of it. Like, I didn't know Jennifer Coolidge was in it. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten. But it's so quotable. This was how I learned about that it was an SNL sketch. Like, to yeah. me. Oh, you knew this first. Yes, yeah. I knew this oh, wow. first. I knew Superstar first. Yeah. I knew, like, there was, I'm in that weird age era. You're an old man internally, so uh, you okay. don't count. But, like, I wasn't <laughs> old enough to be watching SNL yet regularly. Mm. Like, I was going to bed at 9.30. Like, I wasn't cool. And so through that, then I started to look up the mm-hmm. YouTube clips, and that's when I started to learn right. like, about SNL. This era of SNL movies or SNL sketches, sketch, skit, yep, yep, Skits. nailed it. Skitches. Skitches. I'm a professional. Yeah. Turn to movies was wildly horny as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was like they took, they were like, we're going to do our sketch as a film, but right. we're going to do everything we can't do on TV. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about fucking and sucking. Yeah. yeah. It's just the all, like, okay, I'm going to take a detour from this movie to say, first of all, this is the first time that I had seen it. Oh, well, in its completion. Uh, because I was not allowed to watch these movies what? for whatever reason. Um, and I, well, I actually, I know the reason. I was desperate to see the movie The Ladies' Man. I, I loved the sketch on SNL. I mm-hmm. thought it was so funny. And so I'm staying at my grandma's house. Me, Grammy, and Steffi, my sister, we go out to a video rental store, and I convince Grammy <gasps> that we should rent The Ladies' Man. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. And she's like, what's it about? And I'm like, oh, it's a family-friendly <laughs> film. I tell her it's all fair game. Uh, I hide the fact that it's rated R. Yeah. We go back to Grammy's house, snuggled up in Manhattan. We get into Grammy's bed. No. Oh, <laughs> laying in, laying oh, in Grammy's bed. I'm like 10 Graham, years old Graham. or something. Uh, Grammy in the middle, oh. me on one side, my little baby sis on the other. We start the movie. The lady, I know this is not what this episode's about. <laughs> no, but, but please go. <laughs> the movie begins yeah. with the ladies' man uh, uh, having an affair with and being caught. Uh, some some dude comes home and catches his wife sleeping with the ladies' man. But it is the most comical, like woman on top riding topless <laughs> like a parody of porn yeah. bouncing up and down and so grammy <gasps> freaks oh, out of course. little baby zach runs to the vhs is like oh no it's just this scene press fast forward but it's a vhs player <laughs> so instead of fast forwarding to the next scene 
it just does double time with a chipmunk sound. So now I'm hearing the moans wow. of a woman having That's sex amazing. instead of uh uh, it's bouncing back and um, that happened to me every time I took my parents to watch an American movie <laughs> yeah, oh, no. every single fucking yeah. time nothing yeah. worse than sitting next to your mom or dad during a sex scene. I yeah. 33 yeah. I did that last week with my dad and I was like nah, I gotta get out yeah, 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 yeah. I, I fucking hate this I, I love a parent with like a sense of humor that yeah. will like slowly look at their kid and be like, <laughs> you want me to be watching this with you? Okay, do you, you remember in, in Her, the Spike Jones movie, yeah. when sure, yeah. he finally like, I guess, has sex with his cell phone? It's like the, 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 the movie cuts to black and you just hear um, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson's voices like... right. I guess we're talking about sex a lot in this episode, but welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, and and they they are like moaning together, yeah. and it's like really uncomfortable, but also like I'm transfixed by this movie. And my dad leans over and goes, "Well, this is a scene, huh?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I crawl, like I felt his hot breath yeah. in my ear. Why did you whisper that oh to me, Dad? God. That's disgusting. <laughs> I still can feel it. It um, like shit, router. Okay, back to Night at the back, Roxbury. Back to Night at the uh, Night at the Roxbury. I did meet Chris Kattan in Indianapolis. Huge. Uh, very very big deal for me. Huge. Very very wow. big deal for uh, little small little Garrick. But uh, he was doing a headlining show at uh, Helium, um, and I was uh, doing a show upstairs in like the little small room, and. Um, he, you know, he was outside before and he went up and I met him, a uh, big fan, blah, 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 blah. But when he went up, his the first five minutes of his set is him just being like, okay, guys, <laughs> play it. And then he play, they play the music and then he does the shit with his head. And then they're like, they play what, what is love People or whatever. And everybody goes fucking oh crazy. Oh my God. And then he's like, okay, thank you. All right. Now that now that's over with, I can do my <laughs> I could do my set. Unreal. But then it's amazing. His whole thing is just him. I would telling kill him. to see him yeah. do that. It's so good. Yeah. He really steals the show here. Oh yeah. Right? Like, yeah, like just just the like the the moments in between moments. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just the moments in between moments. Like, and I'm not gonna try to uh imitate him. Please where, do. Yeah, yeah, please. Where where he's just like <laughs> I mean, his little jaw he's like, you know, he's yeah. he's just he, you know. Yeah. Um and, and there's a vulnerability to it. Like cause he's 100%. playing Someone who has coke jaw but doesn't know he has but coke jaw. Right. But, but, but there's like you can see the hurt child. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know. I, also, this to me was an immigrant story. Oh, <laughs> right. Go on. Interesting. Please, yeah, please go on. Yeah. No, no. It's just it's like an immigrant story. It's like it's like the father doesn't understand. The kid yes. has the kids have dream. The the kid yeah. has dreams. Yeah, but right. he's being kind of confined to work in like. The, the, flower, the family business. Yeah. Yes. And he's going to have an arranged marriage with <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the neighbor. Like, this oh was my literally God. my life, right? This is yeah. kind of what I escaped yeah. to okay. come to America. Okay. Which uh, I only pieced this together last night. When I was oh watching it. I'm like, oh, my jaw is on the ground. This yeah. was, this you're was, right. This was literally like, um, you know, whenever I'd go home, they'd be like, so here's your future. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm going back to America. It's free there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I'm going um, back to watch Night at the Rock right, Spare exactly, with my homies right. in the dorm room. There is, uh, uh, you know, this is Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell's first starring role That's in a in a film. Wild, and it is uh, worth. I want to take a long moment to give them both their flowers. Now, Will Ferrell, we all know, and he is as funny as you can imagine uh -huh. in this movie. He's always been so funny, right? But Chris Kattan is unbelievable. Yeah. 
And yeah. pound for pound, I think just one of the funniest pure humans that yeah. we've ever had. One thousand percent. Like it kind of blows my mind. And again, I'm not I'm not in comedy. Right? Yeah. But it blows my mind that Will Ferrell went on to have everything. Everything, right? The, <laughs> that's yeah. The thing, that's and really the fact that this and then Corky Romano and then Chris Kattan effectively disappeared. Yeah. Well, you have two bombs man. and that's what'll happen. Corky Romano did not do well and boom. That's it. I also feel like Ben Stiller came in and kind of, mm. they, they have like a similar energy, look. right? Because look, uh, and Ben Stiller directed Zoolander, so this isn't a fair comparison, but you could have totally seen Chris Kattan playing oh, Zoolander. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. Oh so then, my God, he would be absolutely. an incredible He would have crushed one. a Zoolander. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes me, Chris Kattan's, um, I don't want to say lack of success, but like him falling off. It, uh, makes his lack of superstardom. His yeah. lack of superstardom makes me feel anger towards everybody else that was around him where they're mm. just like, oh, we're going to stifle the person who is obviously the funniest in the 100%, room. 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this conversation, <laughs> we had this conversation last conversation. week. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it, maybe even to like rephrase it, it's not like a lack of superstardom. It's kind of like when, when, when someone's talent versus their output yeah. are not uh, commensurate. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. looking at their like at Will Ferrell's filmography. And again, I am a humongous Will Ferrell fan. Oh, so yeah. I don't mean this to take away right. from from Will Ferrell. Right. But um he had a he played the villain in Zoolander. Yeah. That was obviously a huge moment for him. But then a year later, or I'm sorry, two years later, old school. And ah. that was a yeah. breakout smash For sure, hit yeah. where he was like the Zach Galifianakis and Hangover type yeah. explosion. Uh -huh. yeah. And that is the difference between being a superstar big, and yeah. being the dude from Corky Romano. But was it, um, what happened? When was Elf? When did Elf come out? Because I remember that was, uh, Elf, was, Elf, that was oh, Elf was the same year. God, what a year. Yeah, that was oh, huge. Yeah. Because I remember he, Elf You know really what it was? He had a good yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a better agent. And yeah. you know, that that's what I thought was so interesting about this movie was that Chris Kattan, like Will Ferrell is great, but he's not the funniest in this movie. And there's yeah. almost like a, and maybe it's also his character, but there's a babiness to him. Like yes. his confidence isn't as big on yeah, camera in the way that yeah. like he could be big with sketches and the way we had maybe seen him on SNL but it was so fascinating a just to see such a young Will Ferrell yeah. and then to see like a little bit of a a smaller a Will well, a much smaller Will Ferrell a little outshined it's, it's it's also um him just knowing his role to the mm -hmm. point where he's totally with, like just straighten down the can and like i am going to be a doofus and if a doofus doesn't make big motions I, then i'm not gonna he do was them. chris Kattan's bitch his side boy like yeah, that's and he was like i'm yeah, his gonna play giant. the role yeah. yeah yeah that's what a lot of like also like feel like will ferrell gets i'm sorry i cut you off oh no no i, I feel like just, will ferrell just his his comedy type he gets funnier the older he gets yeah yeah right because he he behaves in a way like that he doesn't look like, right? Yeah. The way yeah. he looks versus the way he acts. He exactly. looks like a dude who works in like middle management mm -hmm. at a insurance at an company. Insurance company yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's um, very well observed. So so this was like almost like even in this movie, he looks older than he plays, and there's yeah. part of the That's what he always does. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. a grown-up, but he's a kid yeah. Right. mentally. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you uh, Chris Catan too? I, I'm just trying to think is 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 what Chris Kattan the best at? Is there a world where that ever would have translated to movies? One thousand percent. Because I think about yeah. him like he he was great at like Mango and th like throwing himself into these big 
really, really goofy characters. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was an episode of SN... Okay, I... Fun fact, I was on an episode of SNL. He and, loves and, to remind us. And and <laughs> and uh he there like he played um uh, uh Gollum. Chris Kattan played Gollum in that Perfect. episode. Yeah. And like no one else can do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 He's got a fa- he has a malleable comedy face. Like just what you were saying, the small jaw movements, like the big eyes. It translates so well on TV and I almost yeah. wonder if it was like he's too big yeah. for movies. Like was he just too right. caricature at that time? Like he That's came fair. too early because that became cooler later. Yeah. Yes. Also, but he would have, you know, been slotted into uh, you look at movies like Zoolander, Anchorman, mm. um all of these comedies that mm-hmm. came Right after this yeah. this movie dropped, maybe he just had a massive coke problem, guys, and we're just like trying Ooh, to sit him in somewhere. I'm yeah. just saying, like we're all like, what's the problem? It's like, well, maybe there was something going on behind the scenes we don't know about. You know, that's fair. You should ask him next time you see him. I won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is okay. So thinking about specific scenes too, there's this one great scene where the two of them are simultaneously losing their virginities, <laughs> and uh, he is. Why did I get such a big chuckle? Oh, it's just a, such a funny scene. Yeah. And, and he, they're so used to just playing their pickup line game oh uh, and God. being rejected yeah. that finally being Beer. in a... Su- <laughs> yeah, it was... What, what is that? What is that? It's the sound of an ambulance. It's an ambulance. I'm going to take me away because the sight of you stopped my heart. Yeah. You're like... Do you like blueberries or strawberries? Why? I want to know what kind of pancakes to order you in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Is that a mirror in your pocket? Because I can see myself in your pants. By the way, the blueberry strawberry line, I was like, mm, that's, that's pretty that's good. A line. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. I'm pretty that's sold just, on that's that. That's just one. kindness. Yeah. That's just kindness. Yeah. It's, Honestly, it's, yeah. if a man asked me, see ya. Fucking love you, marry me. Um, but that was so funny because you'd never seen where a character had gotten that far, and any other movie of that time would have had yeah. him fumbling the condom or like they, coming really fast or whatever. But the fact that they literally couldn't even have sex because they didn't know how to go to the next step yeah, yeah, was yeah. just the act of like one upping the joke. Like it yeah. just kept. Yeah, they were so itself. used to rejection as well yeah. when someone yeah. said yes. Uh, yeah, they would. Yeah. They couldn't take it. They were like, "Wait, what?" It's also yeah. so funny because that style of joke is kind of having like a resurgence on Twitter, where people are um, showing their worst DMs, and it's just from like it's like OnlyFans <laughs> models, and then guys being like, "Hey, what's up?" And then the girl responds, "She's like, hi," and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know I'd get this far. Have a nice day." <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I love every single one of them that I've been seeing. Can I just say that's also like the basis of troll behavior? Any time I've responded back to a mean or like yeah. nasty or misogynistic comment they've been like oh my god I actually love you I'm so fan. sorry I was just having a bad day yeah. you're wonderful yeah. yeah I hope you don't mind and I'm like <laughs> yeah. that was it's very weird sh- shut up yeah uh, when uh, uh, she asks is this your first time the way that Chris Kattan plays that where he goes huh, that's hilarious did you hear that and he starts calling out yeah. to Will Ferrell and then is crawling yeah. back yeah, yeah, on yeah. the bed yeah. Ferrell, yeah. oh it's so good yeah it, 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 I'm sorry that I keep harping on this but I feel like during this era there was a huge bias against physical comedy mm. oh really yeah during this era during this era like oh, when this fuck. movie came out yeah because even that right like yeah, I mean I, you guys are comedians yeah you, you can look Only at, at yeah. this yeah. and go whoa <laughs> 
this is fucking great. Like just the the, the physical comedy that's brought into every scene. Because it's not like this movie had like insane Michael Bay style uh, camera moves, right? right? Oh, it was basically, it, it, was, it was shot like a TV show. It was yeah. shot like an episode of Saturday Night Live, yeah. right? It's kind of a static camera and then mm-hmm. go perform. So it, it really hinges on the performer's to create all the movement in the scene, mm. right? That is hard. That is yeah. that is a difficult style of comedy, mm. which I feel like um, historically was almost looked down upon mm. by the, uh, the I want to say the critics. Yeah. Yeah. It's Probably like in, in, in favor of this kind of like subtle Al Pacino style of yeah. style mm. of acting. That's so weird because everybody everybody still hates uh, physical comedy, right? Mm. Which is interesting because i think that that's where the comedy only, came from where it came from <laughs> like it's buster keaton thing that's, like yeah. are you what is yeah buster yeah. keaton it's the only thing that's really really funny nowadays whenever you see it like mm-hmm. with i guess with bottoms it's mm-hmm. like that's that's full of physical comedy mm-hmm. right? and whenever you harp back to that this era in general it's really weird that they weren't applauding it given how much you see it i think part of the part of the reason and i don't want to go too inside baseball here is um so comedies generally only had a had an American or a Western audience. You couldn't distribute them internationally the way you could uh, like an action movie, like Speed. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Speed plays everywhere in the world. Everyone gets the plot. Physical comedies mm-hmm. translated Got internationally, it. right? So you had uh, physical comedies would play everywhere in the world. So you had like schlocky physical comedies being made for the international market yeah. place. Mm. And uh, maybe, and I, I don't know, maybe this was uh, an inability to differentiate, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, all physical comedy is bad. Just like yeah. all action movies are, mm-hmm. are are low rate or all horror movies. Because you, you see this also with horror movies during right. the era, right? Okay. Like all horror movies, they must be B, C, D movies. Mm, sure. Yeah, that's yeah and, and I think we also... Uh, I, yeah, I don't know who the they is, if it's critics or just just general perception at large. But there's this assumption that subtlety is what should be yeah, celebrated, and that you know <laughs> that's a serious film, and therefore that's good. Yes. Yeah. And so now the inverse of that, things that are big or people who are gifted with their bodies, that is unserious 100%, and therefore yeah. unworthy of praise. I, but you look at so <clears throat> like you mentioned Buster Keaton, right? That once upon a time was praised. Uh, Jackie Chan, I know people don't like him right now because mm-hmm. he was a terrible person to his children, mm-hmm. but uh, like he was not celebrated as the most purely gifted performer that mm-hmm. he was, yeah. and that's also because by the time that he crossed over, then he was in like Shanghai Nights and right. shitty U.S. movies, right, right, but like right. that type of performance is, I mean, it's why uh, Michelle Yeoh won and deserved to win. Like right. when you can do things with your body, you unlock another dimensionality of yeah. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Totally. Absolutely. I I feel like um one thousand percent, dude. One thousand percent. Like yeah. it, it's almost like there was a bias and Charlie Chaplin escaped it, but there's a bias I don't also, know how. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like if you could do multiple things, you were almost punished for it. Mm. I'm still punished for it. <laughs> <laughs> could tell my agents being a 360 creator right like they mm-hmm. want you to be one thing yeah 100 they want you to have a niche and like live and die on that i hill. similarly right. am too good at physical comedy <laughs> yeah. and stunts it's uh really well, professional me back. professional wrestlers go through this right because they're mm-hmm. effectively they're 
uh, they're actors, they're stunt yeah, people, they're yeah. writers. Mm-hmm. They write yeah. their own, like a lot of them write their own stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're costume designers. They're creating the character, right? Yeah. And then you go out there and it's like, okay, well, you're you know, SAG doesn't want you. The stunt people, it, it's it's mm-hmm. like you're kind of rejected mm-hmm. by all the niches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really funny because like cool. thinking about like Sylvester Stallone and mm-hmm. like how hard he had to fight to be mm-hmm. Rocky after yeah. writing Rocky. Right, they're right. like, well, you're a writer, so you can't be the mm-hmm. the lead of this movie. He's like, I have to be. Wow. I'm the only one that could do this. And, and then, now they're like, if you didn't write it, do you even have a personal connection to it? Right, like, exactly. why should you be the yeah. Yeah, yeah, developer yeah. of this project? Right, right, <laughs> right. It's very, yeah. it's it's very, I mean, it's shifted to a lot of auteurship, you know, yeah. which is, I mean, good and bad. Uh, real mm. quick, just some things to shout out about this movie. It's got some serious clueless crossover, uh, which yep. is always exciting for me. It does. Uh, it yeah. does. So Amy uh, Heckerling, Amy Heckerling yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, produced the movie, um. which to me, you know that meme where the girl's like Beyonce. Yeah. When I saw Amy Heckerling's yep. name in the credits, yeah. that was like that is is uh, you know that that tweet where it's like the one word that makes people uh, lose their minds in the bedroom. Mm. It, for me, it's her name. It's, <laughs> when, when I see that in a movie, I, I That's lean amazing. the fuck yeah. forward. That's amazing. Uh, you have Dan Hedaya, who mm. is the dad in yep. Clueless. He's the dad here. Uh, I think he's legend. The greatest movie dad to ever live. Yeah. yeah. He, he is mean. He is, he is serious. Mm. Uh, He's got a hairy chest and you know it. Oh, he's so hairy. Of he's course. just got like a dad he's burly. chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great like I hair, trust him black with my mustache. life. I'll but you could also you could also like see the the hardship in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? You could, <laughs> you, you could you going back to the immigrant tale. Right. Yeah. You can see the 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 life he built brick by brick. Yeah. yeah. And why he's Disappointed yeah. in his, yeah. in his like, kids, for right? Oh God, please don't try to do that what you're trying to do. Right, right. Yeah. And then that conversation with Richard Grieco where he like... This is so good. Where he (laughs) fucking realizes that he's really fighting himself and he like lets go. He really... You see him physically let go and he's like, oh my God. The end of the the movie as like just a joke throwaway, Richard Grieco uh, psychoanalyzes this dad character and is like, you hate your son because you're fighting against yourself. He goes... My God, Richard Grieco, you're right. <laughs> and it's so it's so insightful and yeah. deep, and it has no reason to no. be. And I, because of this movie, I thought uh, Richard Grieco was like a huge like megastar. Oh, right, because because I like you don't know that like, they're who's yeah who's who, and, and yeah, it's yeah. the weird. Sorry, Richard Grieco, who, who our audience listening now probably has no, no idea who idea. the right. fuck he is, yeah. uh, was not Johnny Depp in the original 21 Jump Street yeah. TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he plays himself in this movie, and what a treat it is. It's awesome. It's Same awesome. with Emilio Estevez from Mighty Ducks. He's not in it, though. No, but they talk about okay. it. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. You made me scared that I like, like space out. Emilio Estevez. No, How long have you guys lived in L.A.? Uh, about 10 years. 10 years. And I'll tell you 14. that when I moved to LA, mm-hmm. oh God, it's been actually more than 10 years. Who gives a shit? Uh, uh, like trying to get into those clubs is what I felt I was supposed to do. Ugh. And I was in my early 20s and I had nothing to offer anybody. Right. And really like, I see myself in these guys in uh. a way that I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Because yeah. everyone has all, we have all been the one outside of the club that can't get in. We've yeah. all been there, whether it was a whoops, our friend forgot to put us on the list or, oh, I don't want to go to this fucking thing. Mm. But like, we all know that feeling of 
not being cool enough to get in. But these guys take it to a degree where you're like, am I rooting for them because they're so naive and they really don't know? Or you mean is it so because, cool that society doesn't understand yeah, them? Yeah, or is yeah, it they're yeah, finally absolutely. achieving the dream that I couldn't get in the clear? Mm. Yeah, psychoanalyze that, bitches. <laughs> All three of you just looked up to the sky. Yeah. Like, huh. I want you to sit with also that. Also remembered. Yeah. So one of those two guys who's like obsessed from, from the school I went to. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, this is a callback to the friends that we yeah, were yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was like in LA. So I was like producing like big movies in my 20s. And he came to the club with me. Mm-hmm. And I could see just the, 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 the emotions. It was like hatred. Jealousy, oh, envy. This no. was like his, oh, no. his, his dream. Oh, this was his dream. Yeah. And you're living it. And yeah. he would get more, he got more and more angry as the, as the night progressed. I'm trying to not come off as douchey. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but at one point, um, the, uh, someone came up and they were like, hey, Chris Pine's here. You guys should say what's up. Mm. So, it's like, your favorite Chris. Yeah, it's the best Chris. It's so, the best no, Chris. No, arguable. It's Chris really Prime is what I call him. Chris Prime. So, very nice. What what era of Chris Pine are we talking so this here? Was, this was like ten. This is more than ten years ago. This is uh not not Jumper. What's the other? Uh, yeah, he had Star Trek Looper? had come out. Star Trek. <laughs> oh, no, out, the, the push. This is push era. No, no, you're thinking no, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh, I'm thinking Chris Evans. My Chris. This is yeah, Star yeah. Trek, Chris. Oh, Star Trek. This is yeah, a good. Yeah, this is a, a big, good Chris. This is a big Chris. Yeah. So and I I had like a like an entourage I used to roll with. Oh, fuck so, yeah. Again, I'm becoming more unlikable as this story. Yeah, it fits with the theme of the movie. I'm like, Fine. I'm like playing yeah. a character. Yeah. I'm like playing a character, right? The, I'm just yeah. playing a character. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So someone from my entourage goes and talks to someone in Chris Pine's entourage. And then the entourage. Like, right. So then me and him like meet up and we're like, do a high five and then go back. What, uh, just, uh, just a logistics question. Yeah. When, when we are sending representatives from the entourage, right. are you sending... The E, or are you sending a lower level? Like, is it a turtle who goes? <laughs> it just depends on the situation. <laughs> like, depends you send on your, the your brave and brightest. I think you send a... That, that would be my assumption. Yeah. Right, yeah. You send yeah. your second in command. Yeah. 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 You send the, of the general. Yeah. You want someone, I love that but this look, is like a war here's the thing. time. Yeah. But here's the thing. You want someone personable, right? Yeah. So you yeah. don't want someone Outgoing. that's going to like start a fight. Yeah. No. So anyways... But I this friend, it. that he lost it when that happened. Yeah, he like course. literally lost it. He starts crying and shit. No, he was like, he just kept like doing shots. He's like, yeah, just just so you know, I can still kick your ass, bro. Uh, of course. Oh, you can still kick your ass, man. man. Of course. It's you may the- be like really cool, but I can kick your ass. He just kept saying that over and over again. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Cool. It, that's a typical like, yeah, you beat me in Madden, but you you can't fucking play basketball or like you like, can't play football, life, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I felt really, really bad. Yeah. So I was like, and everything I did to try to make this dude feel better, yeah, he would get more and more mad. Of course, yeah. The club a- brings out a side of everybody. You know, it's past your bedtime. The worst. It's side. dark in there. It's too fucking loud, as our boys point out in this movie. The club is not as good as y'all crack it up to be. Uh, real quick, just other things about. I want to hit some quick. Some quick hits about this movie before we move on to fun facts. Uh, did you register that the ending is just word for word, Jerry? At the end of Jerry Maguire? No, I did not. Really tickled me, yeah. and I definitely imagine that in whenever this movie came out, people would have been howling yeah. at that. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just a reference lost to time. Is this released in even theaters? the boombox? Oh yeah, it was lost to the. Even oh right, the say box. anything. Say anything. Oh, You're right. Yeah. Of course it was released in theaters. I, like, for some reason was like, would a movie like this be in theaters in the 90s? Do, be, were theaters invented by then? I'm, I'm going to box office mojo right now. I want to know how this did. Oh, I bet okay. you it didn't do well. I think it did $30 million. Yeah, that's, Oh, that's, what was the budget? 
17 million, I okay. think. Let me double check. Let me double check. Today would be made for like 500K yeah. And, yeah. and it would uh-huh. be buried in some streaming platform. Yeah. yeah Something that I also loved, the disrespect to this movie is that, so I watch, it's on HBO on, on Max and uh, the opening of it, the the scan that they have of the Paramount logo. Oh my the god! Film gate is shaking. Yeah, <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Such little yeah. disregard or the, such disregard for this movie. They're like, ah, we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah. uh, give the HD upload. Yeah. Literally, the the entire beginning isn't in HD, and yeah. then it like switches to HD after uh, like the cold open of it yeah. or like the trailer of it, whatever. Did you grab my ass? I don't know. I don't. Did I? Well, from where Are you're you sitting, it's a physical impossibility. It's, it's physically impossible. <laughs> Just had to. Uh, the last thing in my notes that I wrote down is that yes. every time I try to wear a chain, I am afraid I look like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. No, 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 bro. You got to lean into it. Okay. Yeah. Are y'all now ready for some fun facts? Fun facts with <laughs> Please. Wait, who is this person? I need to look up her photo so that I can tell this fun fact. This is a good fun fact. Canby? Uh, are you talking about Canby from the movie? Yeah, you definitely, you know all these How fun do you facts, know these don't fun you? Facts? Because she's from Clueless, and you're a Clueless guy. Oh, no, that I definitely, I did catch, and that I loved. Um, Will Ferrell married his co-star from this film. What? Mm-hmm. Vivica uh. Paulin. Uh, it's the only movie that the two appeared in together. They met in an acting class in 95. They decided to just be friends. They did this movie together in 98, got married in 2000. Wait, who uh, was she? It up. I think she's one of the. I think she's who he loses her virginity to. Is she his oh. wife? Is that girl? I don't know. <gasps> yeah, I this don't would know. be I'm a very fun fact. Dan, not a wolf. I'm kidding. She was Porsche girl number one. Oh, Porsche so she was girl an number extra one or something. When when are Porsches in this film? No, no, no. Yeah, she is. That's the girl that he loses his virginity to. Okay. There oh is. wow. Oh yep. Very that cool. is wow. Love that is amazing. Love nice. wins. Then it was all worth it. What a good love story. See, the club brings love together. Zach, you're not the only one. <laughs> Whoa, you and Will Ferrell have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're like Met many ways. Uh, Jim Carrey contributed to the script, but was uncredited. And they throw a reference to it. They him, do. Which yeah. I was like, are they about to? Oh no. Okay, it has an 11% Rotten Tomatoes score, but the audience score is 69. Very nice, Rainy. Thank you yes. for including that. Funny. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah. nice. That was a joke from Rainy. By the way, this is such the movie was such a snapshot of Los Angeles, how it used to be. Yeah. Oh, watching right? Sunset Boulevard, that was such a trip, too. Yeah, you're yeah. like, whoa, it's clean. Yeah, yeah, and I like the and buildings. I've been to like AA meetings in those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like way less billboards down Sunset yeah. also. Less lights. Very cool. It's crazy. Like, Heavy traffic because even back then there's traffic, but it's like nothing compared to what oh, it is oh now. My God. No, right? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, look yeah, at all yeah, this yeah, outdoor yeah. shooting on Sunset Boulevard. They were doing, ha. <laughs> yeah. Ha. Uh, this I I don't mean to end on a bummer, but this is this one's making me sad. Uh oh. So this is according to Chris Kattan. After they completed the film, he and Will Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Say it ain't so, Zach. He and Will Ferrell didn't speak again. Until the 23rd season of SNL, because there was an onset relationship between Catan and, and, and Amy Heckler. Oh. Which Not one was cocaine. she? Oh. She's the producer. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. Director of Clueless. They worked together on SNL, but then Farrell left at the end of season 27, and they've never collaborated since. I'm saying there's something going on with Chris Catan that we don't know about, y'all. Yeah, the fuck, math ain't math. Fucked Amy. Uh, well, but like, why did that break up like, him? Why, yeah, why did that bother him? I don't yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. Something's going on. Yeah. Something's going on. I'm starting that rumor right here. It's kind of wild. 
It, it is a bummer. It's yeah. a bummer. You know what also is a bummer is that the thought that I just had of like the inevitable Super Bowl commercial with the two of them as mm. old guys reenacting this. Like but that, it's going to have to be CGI or like, you know, green screen. Oh, they're not going to be in the same room. Because they won't be in the same room. The closest we'll ever get to it. Oh, you could totally do a green screen. Yeah. 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 Keenan and Cal, they did it. Maybe we can make it happen with them. Get the boys back together. Yeah, just just for a commercial. Why not? Yeah. I also, I just want to shout out that I think this might be the greatest soundtrack to a movie ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Slaps. Yes. Yeah. I still listen to this music. Yeah. Oh, if this goes on the club, yeah. which like, it still day. does. Yeah. 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 It's you have just like, like I've every... never listened to modern music. I no. just whatever. But this is like timeless. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. You really are. You're like, when was this ever made? Who made this? I don't know, but it fucking I love it. Everyone's dancing to these songs in this yeah. movie. Also, like I don't know what was going on with like the royalties back then, but I feel like people were more Liberal. lax yeah. with like having actual songs in movies. Because I remember um, Life and Times of Ginger. Is that it? Is, mm-hmm. is it? Why are you looking at me? I don't know what Do you're you saying. Do you know that, that that show? Um, that's told by Ginger. Oh, um, now the that's a show yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's told by Ginger. It's like a full Macy Gray theme song. And I'm like, on was told me that. It wasn't that they were more lax back then because mm-hmm. I, I experienced kind of the tail end of, of this. Mm-hmm. But um, you actually, you used to get like a, an actual bump from the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Right. So if they sold because they would sell. They, they sold. They, they, they yeah. big sales. Oh, okay. They, they were big sales, and then on top of that, like you'd put it in the trailer, and people would go to the movie because remember the movie Car Wash? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Richard, because the Car Wash was the song Car Wash. Right. Was in it. Yeah. Right. Wow. So like, um, the the soundtrack used to be a driver of box office. Wow, hilarious. That, that stopped. Checks out. That stopped. Um, really, with our generation, because we're like. So, it doesn't matter. It's so um, and then so licensing, music licensing costs didn't really go down to match that, right? Because mm. if you want like I, yeah. a Rolling Stone, Stone song, it's going to cost you the same amount, but you're not going to get like more people watching it yeah. for the song. Okay, so it's just less worth it. But now. I do feel like songs becoming iconic in trailers is like starting to come back. Like I'm just thinking of Jordan Peele's like. Oh, before, God. Like, that or like t- got- uh, talk to me like that song even yeah, now I'm yeah. like oh my god like it, in a yeah. way it's showing itself where I'm like yeah. that's the talk to me song yeah. uh, the hardest I laughed in this entire movie is they're in an elevator and there's an elevator, the elevator cover version. of what is love One, yeah thousand percent just that very maybe. slowly bob their heads because it's yeah. it's they're being reverent to the mm-hmm. classical tones right of mm-hmm. this. Burgers. Followed by a line that I didn't realize was from this movie because I've had a douchey person earnestly say it to me, mm. which was uh, they they don't hit on girls in the elevator, and he's like, "Why get a burger for lunch when you got a steak waiting for you back at home?" Mm. And I was I was surprised it was from this movie because yeah. I've heard someone say that to me. I've heard that. Movie. I thought that they were referencing. Something. Maybe they were. Okay. I guess yeah. I guess it's real. I don't know. Um, they also just have the song. That's a great song. I love it. Amber, like that. Just, just go listen to the soundtrack. It's, yeah. it's just awesome. And now it's, it's time awesome. for us to decide: is this movie a pleasure, a guilty oh. pleasure, or just, just plain, plain guilty? guilty? Addy, I'm going to give you the floor. Really tell people why they should watch this film. Uh, there's pleasure. There's guilty pleasure. Uh, and then there's just high fucking art. <laughs> right? And when you look at high art, um. It's not revered at its time, right? Like Moby Dick, the shit people will remember in a thousand years. Like, like when Moby Dick came out, no one gave a fuck. Mm. Like, this is some bullshit. 
fuck Moby Dick. Yeah. Right? Now they teach that shit in school. Yeah. Mm. Right? They're going to teach this shit in school. Yeah. Film right? school. When the, yeah. Uh, no, not film school. Like Just I'm talking school. elementary like English school. English class. Yeah. Like, got like it. when the AI overlords are kind of jacking the kids into the school and they're like, Ugh. yeah, like they're going to be like, and this is, this is a, 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 a capsule. Mm. This I want to teach screenshot. you about the, the this immigrant is like child the experience. Picasso. Yeah. This is like the Picasso painting of this time, time period. Yeah. yeah. That checks right? out. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. That's fair. You're very convincing with your words. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could actually see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or someone in the back was like, okay, and when the kids need to be plugged in for school and they ask, what were the late 90s, early aughts like? We're going to play them. Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it like to be too cool for the world? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy's the programmer. Then they're like, the they were able to bend the world to them. Yeah. Right? They had the club at the end. This of the is thing? like the, the, the being there, the. the Kind of like the Matrix. Yeah. yeah totally. It's a little bit like the Matrix. I, I think that they're the Neo of. Uh, early Los Angeles. They, they I, don't even need to get into the club, right? They don't need to fucking dodge bullets or get into the club. Because the they club can make their the own outside. club, right? Yeah. They are the club. They are the club. Yeah. And the club was friendship all along. Goddamn. Uh, Addie, you have a new show on Netflix. <gasps> Tell us I, about I it. Um, it's called Captain Laser Hawk. Nice. Great name. Uh, Blood Dragon Remix. <laughs> so it's um, essentially 1984. Great year. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. It's a brave <laughs> new world. It's dystopian science fiction. Hell yeah. Um, How much head bobbing is there? Yeah. A lot. Oh, hell hell good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It was actually heavily inspired by Night at the Rock. It's like, it's like basically <laughs> if you take Night at the Roxbury, but then you take the two brothers and you put them in a dystopian hellscape there you go. in an alternate timeline. Because Captain Laserhawk is set in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's set in an alternate 90s, right? Yeah. And America's just become one giant nightclub called Eden. Ah. Yeah. And they're yeah. just fighting throughout the nightclub the whole time. Totally. Trying to get yeah. in. Yeah. 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 They're trying yeah. to get in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and at the end, they bend the club to their will. Yeah. And, create their own club i there i love where things are <laughs> where things come from like just it being inspired by night at the roxbury that's so fucking funny that's so fun it's like it's like yeah it's like if you liked night at the roxbury you might like if you like night at the roxbury you will love captain <laughs> laser Hawk. hell yeah um, hell yeah 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 it's 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 cool check it out you got all episodes streaming now and where can people find you me yeah uh you don't need to find me just just, um, <laughs> we yeah. normally have people on just here that want to be found, yeah. but yeah. I don't want to be found. You uh, want your show to be watched. Like these dudes, these and gals are dope. Aww. Keep sending positive energy to them. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, you know, support independent creators Hell like yeah. them who've built a media ecosystem, which is so fucking awesome. Right? That's fucking awesome. So wow. so support this channel. Wow, that ended up being a, like an advertisement for us, for sweet. your shout-out. Thank <laughs> you. Wowie, wowie. Um, all right, well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I had a feeling, but after that, you were invited back anytime. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, I uh, need more passionate films coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm at Corn Daily on all the things. Kelsey Dare on all the things. Garrick Bernard on all the things. And, and until, until next time. time. World is love. Maybe <laughs> we all gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta be careful because you have a steel I neck. You have a steel neck. <laughs> is that why you're person. so good at the head bob? Yeah, I think it's because I'm always neck. leaning to the left, so I can. It's fair. It's like it's your chronic pain. It's my chronic pain. Wow. It's, this is actually relieving the pain. <laughs>